This is TechCrunch. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com technews. That's ShipStation.com technews. Yumi's platform helps manufacturers turn potential food waste into money by Catherine Chu. While running a bar in Melbourne, Katie Barfield was taken aback by the large amount of ingredients thrown out at the end of each day. After doing some research, she realized that Australia produces about 7.6 million tons of food waste each year. Yumi was created to tackle that problem by working with manufacturers like Unilever to redistribute surplus packaged food to businesses and charities. The startup announced today a $2 million Australian, about $1.3 million U.S. seed funding, raised from venture firm Investables Climate Tech Fund, which focuses on the Asia-Pacific region. It also included participation from new and returning investors like Launch VIC, Goodrich Group, Veolia, and angel investor Pitsy Folk. This brings Yumi's total funding so far to $7 million Australian. Yumi is based in Melbourne and recognized by the Australian government as a certified social enterprise. Founded in 2016, Yumi works with manufacturers including Unilever, Kelanova, Kellogg's, and Mars Food and Nutrition, along with Australia's four largest charities, and has facilitated the redistribution of 8 million kilograms of surplus food so far. Yumi currently has more than 35 active buyers and returned $22 million Australian to the companies that use its platform to sell excess food. It has also helped donate over 1 million meals to charities. Yumi monetizes through a subscription model and taking a buyer commission. Barfield describes owning a bar as one of those aha moments in my life. Before that, she says she had a little awareness of food waste. Then, while working at the bar, she realized chefs had to deal with the unpredictability of what dishes would sell well that day. As a result, the staff usually had to throw away large amounts of unused ingredients after closing. That was the first time I thought, oh my goodness, these animals have been slaughtered and ended up in a plastic bin liner, says Barfield. And secondly, I thought about multiples of that. This was a tiny little bar in the middle of Melbourne. I looked it up and there were 40,000 different hospitality establishments across Australia. I thought if you take what we throw out on a Friday and multiply that by 40,000, that is a horrific amount of food waste. As she did more research, Barfield saw the other negative impacts of food waste, including the amount of methane emissions it produces. She realized that food manufacturers are struggling with the same problem as retailers, but at a much larger scale. Of the 7.6 million tons of food waste produced in Australia each year, 40% of that happens at the industrial level before food arrives at a supermarket or restaurant. Part of finding a product market fit was getting to the core of what manufacturers need, Barfield says. At first, she assumed that manufacturers had highly sophisticated inventory management systems for clearances, but they didn't. Furthermore, excess inventory makes up 2% to 5% of their inventory, so they usually focus on other channels since reducing food waste is time-consuming. 
As a result, Yumi decided to make food waste prevention a more pleasurable experience for those manufacturers, Barfield says. She adds that Yumi's product market fit is borne out by the fact it has a 100% renewal rate year-on-year for their annual subscriptions. There are plenty of reasons for food waste. A major one is unpredictable supply and demand. For example, food manufacturers, R&D departments, might create new products that don't perform as well as predicted. Some have a short shelf life or are seasonal products. Sometimes items are mislabeled or in the wrong packaging. Yumi was created to alleviate these problems. The platform focuses on consumer packaged goods and helps manufacturers find resellers. Barfield gives an example of cream cheese that was produced for export to China but had a wrong character on it. It couldn't be exported, but Yumi was able to get it into a commercial kitchen for use. For food that can't be sold, it is offered for donation. It's a waterfall effect because the primary reason for manufacturers being in the business is to be able to sell the product and get a return, Barfield says. Then, if it doesn't sell, it can go through to donation. It's making that end-to-end process really seamless and automated so we avoid all the leakage that currently occurs in the system. To use Yumi, manufacturers identify excess inventory and upload it onto the platform, which already has their SKU libraries with product information. Then, buyers submit offers to the manufacturers. If the product is left over, it can go up for another round of bidding. Food that doesn't sell is then available for donation and offered to food rescue organizations. One of the advantages of using Yumi software is that manufacturers can reach up to 30 buyers at a time instead of having to make multiple phone calls. Then, orders are placed in order of preference. Barfield explains that some suppliers want volume over value. For example, their priority might be to clear out a warehouse. Others might want to get the best price for their surplus food. Manufacturers get historical product pricing to help them make decisions about realistic pricing. Yumi operates throughout all of Australia, but sometimes manufacturers only want to ship with in a state. There are many different things and the algorithm sorts through based on preferences, so manufacturers are served a whole list of best offers based on their preferences, says Barfield. They can just go tick, 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 and it's done, rather than all this back and forth on phones. Yumi also makes the donation process easier by removing friction for manufacturers. Barfield explains there are usually several departments working on donations, including charity liaisons who have to ask their finance department if giving away goods is okay. Then they need to call food rescue organizations to ask if they want, say, 10 tons of cream cheese. Sometimes charities don't need that much food, and it goes to waste, especially if it has a short shelf life. Yumi's process for donations is similar to its process for selling food, because it contacts multiple organizations at once and organizes food available on its platform. Despite the funding winter, Australia's climate tech sector is booming. Other food waste startups include Whole Green Foods, which converts food waste into usable ingredients, food waste processing provider Goterra, Bardi, which turns food waste into protein and fertilizer, produce seller Good and Ugly, and Reground for putting coffee grounds and chaff back into soil. Barfield says Yumi is in a unique position in the food waste industry because it's the only company that works with manufacturers on packaged goods. The reason we do that is because it's the most processed product, she notes. If you put that in the ground and bury it, that is such a great loss to the planet because there's all that energy that's gone into making the product, packaging the product, getting the product ready for sale, all of the packaging associated with it. It has the biggest impact environmentally. 
Yumi is the newest portfolio of startup in Investable's Climate Tech Fund, which supports founders who are building high-growth tech with a positive climate impact in the Asia-Pacific region. It's also the latest company led by a woman. About half, or 48% of the Climate Tech Fund's portfolio, are companies with a female founding member, and 21% are solely led by a woman. This funding also marks a milestone for Investable because three of the firm's vehicles invested together in Yumi with its early-stage fund 2 and Club Invest syndicates joining Investable Climate Tech Fund. Yumi will use its new funding to prepare its technology for international expansion. It also plans to double its headcount by the end of this year, with 75% of new hires for its tech and product teams. Investable Chief Investment Officer Charlie Eel told TechCrunch one of the reasons the firm backed Yumi is because of Barfield's experience. She was previously founding CEO of Second Bite, a national food redistribution charity and a recipient of the Order of Australia Medal in 2023. Yumi has tried, tested, and broken business models that took several iterations through product and target consumers before seeing a rapid uptake and lift in traction with many large-scale customers. Yumi also has a first-mover advantage in the local Australian market with its end-to-end solution for clearance food, he says. When asked about Yumi's role in Australia's growing startup scene, Il said Yumi fits into a key category that needs addressing. Food waste accounts for one-third of all human-caused greenhouse gas emissions, generating 8% of greenhouse gases annually. We are thrilled to be backing an impactful and smart business in Yumi and look forward to joining the business of its growth journey. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.